can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and we are coming off of a 112-96 win against the Orlando Magic in a game that it feels real good. It feels real good to finally get a victory. Uh, Celtics 1-4, uh, 1-3, excuse me, prior to today's game, uh, coming back from the deadline, did not look good. Uh, so this was a very much needed win uh, to get back to 500, 21 and 21 on the season, and overall looked good tonight. Defensively, kept the Magic under 100. Typically, not a high-scoring team anyway, uh, but overall looked really solid tonight. I'm uh, gonna follow today's podcast same as usual. Uh, go through player of the game, go through some of the good, some of the bad, and once again uh, some trade rumors. Uh, because we are five days away from the trade deadline. Uh, excuse me, four days away from the trade the deadline. Uh, so things are starting to pick up a little bit here. Uh, definitely should be interesting. But to get started, want to go through player of the game. And don't think you can give it to anybody besides Jalen Brown tonight. Uh, Jalen Brown just was unbelievable. End of the night, 34 points. One steal, three assists, four rebounds, and he shot 10 of 18 from three. Not from the field, from three. He had 30 points from three alone. So, unbelievable night from Jalen Brown, and overall looked solid everywhere. Had a bunch of pull-up threes off of pick and rolls. Uh, a couple of corner threes from Tice, uh, and just really looked solid. Had one had one defensive rebound through a like full court pass to Tatum uh, in transition for a layup, uh, and just looked excellent. Uh, had one play where he got the he got Vucevic to switch onto him, so he's battling Vucevic one on one. And backs it all the way out. Puts on an absolute dribbling clinic. Through the legs a hundred times. Bounces off. Step back three over Vucevic. Uh, That just looked unbelievable. Uh, But looked solid tonight. Offensively and defensively. Uh, Just played a a stellar game. So these these are the types of games that, you know, we like watching as fans. Uh, the Celtics have been struggling. You know, it's 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 been tough to watch a lot of these games. But tonight we finally looked like, you know, vintage Boston Celtics. Uh, and that's much needed. It's much needed. A lot of fans are falling off the wagon here and uh, kind of doubting their team. And, you know, I'd be lying if it was... I'd be lying if I said it was hard or easy, I guess, to, you know, still stay in love with them. Obviously... I said this in one of my group chats. Uh, the green might have lost a little shimmer, but my blood's still green. So it is what it is at this point. But this is a this is a good win. It's a really good win for this Boston team. The other part of the Rain and Jays, uh, Jason Tatum also had an excellent night. Uh, and this was another night where both of the Rain and Jays shot over fifty percent. 
Uh, so Tatum ended the night 7 of 13, 5 of 8 from 3. Uh, so another excellent three-point shooting uh, night for Tatum. Uh, 23 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, and again, was getting to his points, was getting to his spots, hitting his shots. Uh, Tatum started the game 4 of 5 with 11 points in like the first quarter alone. Uh, so looked really, really solid. Didn't have his first miss until like, I want to say like the three-minute mark in the first. So it was 4 of 4 prior to that. Looked really good. 19 points at halftime. Uh, so again, obviously didn't do a ton during the second half, uh, but didn't really need to. This was the Jalen Brown show through and through. Played an unbelievable game. But, you know, overall the two Rain and Jays, again, combined for 55, 57 points. Uh, out of our 112. And there was a point in the game where I want to say they combined for 16 of the first 18 points. So it's just a, uh, it's another game where we're relying heavily on the Rain and Jays, which it's not great. I'd like to see some help from the rest of the team. And we've been saying this all year long. Uh, didn't really have too much of that. It's another game where we did not have Tristan Thompson. And, you know, we had kind of good performances from Daniel Tice. Uh, Grant got a, a good stretch of minutes. Didn't do a ton as far as stat sheet goes. Defensively played pretty well. Uh, but Tice had another solid game. 13 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block. Uh, had a... Excellent backdoor pass to Tatum. Uh, had another really really nice backdoor cut and layup from Smart. Uh, had a couple nice mid-ranges over Vooch. Like overall, just a, a solid, solid performance from Daniel Tice. Kind of what we've grown to expect from him. Uh, so this was good. You know, overall, it was a, a pretty, pretty solid team performance. Uh, didn't get a ton from the bench like we didn't have one player on the bench that just really stepped up and looked good all of them kind of played okay and hit their hit their shots for the most part uh but yeah i mean overall this is a this is a game that just through and through looked better it's obviously easy when you have jalen brown hitting 10 of 18 from three the celtics as a team 23 of 54. So 42 percent from the field from three alone. Uh, so it's just it's solid. You know we were one shy of tying our franchise record for most threes in a game. And we were that way for like, I don't know five minutes left in the game. I thought for sure we would break it, uh, but fell one short. But overall, this is a this is a solid win. I mean, you look across the board in Orlando as well. Uh, typical guys that have absolutely torched us in the past: uh, Aaron Gordon, Fournier, Vucevic. You know, didn't do a ton. I mean, Vucevic had twenty two points, under fifty percent shooting though. Aaron Gordon, twelve points, three of thirteen shooting, which is terrible. Evan Fournier, 16 points, but again, 6 of 19 shooting. So 
we forced the Magic to take a lot of just tough shots. Like, really tough shots. Defensively, Tice had a great game. Uh, but this Magic team shot 38% from the field. 32% from three. So, this is, you know, it's a good win. The only thing that really kept them in the game is the free throw discrepancy. And, again, I mean, we still had a 16-point win. But from from the free throw line, and we'll talk about this, you know, the Magic outscored the Celtics 21-9 to from the free throw line. And, and we'll dive into that. That's actually where we're going to start this next segment here. Uh, so we're going to dive right into the negative portion of today's game. Uh, before we do so, I uh, do want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we are back. Talk about some of the negatives of today's game against the Magic. Overall, not a ton, uh, but I do want to start right where we left off, which is the free throw discrepancy here. And it's another game where the Celtics, you know, offensively didn't do a lot of attacking. That is, I guess, to be kind of assumed when we shoot 54 three-point attempts. Uh, Talk about live and die by the three. Uh, A lot of people have been screaming that the Celtics have been taking way too many threes. And as far as the rest of the year goes, I'm pretty sure we rank somewhere in like the 20th range from three-point attempts across the entire NBA. So we're really not shooting a ton of threes compared to the rest of the NBA. Uh, But tonight definitely was not that case. 54 three-point attempts is a ton of attempts from deep. Uh, Again, when you're hitting 42% of them, that's a pretty fantastic percentage. Shoot away, gents. Shoot away. But what that does is take away the guy's abilities to drive. And you saw that tonight. Like There were only three people on the entire Celtics team that attempted a free throw. And that is a problem. It's a problem. Tatum, four for four. Kemba, two for two. Marcus Smart, three for three. Marcus Smart's all came in a three-point attempt. So even when he shot free throws, it wasn't because he drove because he drove and drew contact. It's because he shot a th- free throw, shot a three-pointer and got his legs kicked out. So overall 6 of 6 on actual attempts getting to the lane. So that to me is a huge problem 
because there are going to be a lot of nights where the Celtics are not going to shoot 42% from three. And we've seen it all too often this season that the Celtics can rely on that three-point line. When they're not falling, they stick to the same tendencies. And that, to me, is the big issue. You know, going back after the All-Star game, we're doing a horrible job as a team of getting to the line. And that is something that needs to change. Like We've ended games with four. We've ended games with six, eight, now nine. Like It's not enough. And this team, again, I've, I've said it all season long. We have a lot of talent front-loaded, obviously, on this roster. Like Our starting lineup is solid. Our bench, not so much. <laughs> we saw more of that tonight. Time Lord, obviously, has been playing excellent for the majority of this season. Uh, but we're very front-loaded on this team. When they're not hitting their shots, we don't have anything else to rely on. And that, to me, is the biggest issue with this team. Offensively, at least. Defensively is a completely different story. Uh, tonight, defensively, we actually played pretty well, as I've talked about already. But you know, throughout the season, effort has been the biggest issue. And a lot of it stems on the defensive end. Uh, but overall, I mean, again, this is a, this is a good win. You know, it's a really solid, solid win. I'm looking uh, across the bench right now. Ojale had three. Neesmith had three. Hit one of one of his three three point attempts. Taco had two. Time Lord four. Pritchard five. So not a huge performance from our bench. Seventeen points out of our one twelve. Which is which is pretty terrible. Like this bench is the reason that the Celtics have struggled so much this season, and there's a lot of criticism on the depth. Uh, one of the things that I did like today, we saw a little bit more run for some of the bench guys. Uh, we saw Neesmith with 15 minutes, uh, which is something that again after a, a string of DNPs, coaches' decisions like. It's good to finally see him touch the floor and, and make something happen. Uh, again, tonight, solid game as far as rebounds go. Uh, he showed his, I guess, inefficiency defensively a little bit more tonight than he has in the last six or so performances. Because uh, he played defensively really well over that like two-week stretch where he was playing all the time. Uh, and then he just kind of fell off a cliff as far as playing time goes. But overall, it's good to see him out there. Pritchard, in the minutes that he had, played pretty well. Again, ended five points. Uh, but this is a game where you know the Celtics moved the ball. And we were taking, we were taking good shots. Like we were driving to the lane a little bit, but instead of going up strong with it, we were dishing it out. And it resulted in 27 of 27 assists on 40 made field goals, uh, which is really solid. A lot of pick and rolls, a lot of high pick and roll screens uh, that resulted in open threes. I mean, again, there's obviously no assist attached to that, but uh, again, it's just it's tough relying strictly on the three, especially in a game like this that 
you know, we had a a really commanding lead of like 20 plus and the magic cut it down to eight at one point, which is just, it's, it's not good. Like we had a 23 point lead. That was the largest lead within this game. And I want to say the magic got it down to eight in the early fourth quarter. Um, they went on a 24 to eight run going through the end of the third quarter into the beginning half of the fourth. Uh, So obviously happy that the Celtics pulled this out, but this is another just prime example of Boston building a lead and just kind of falling off. Uh, If you look at the quarter by quarter, this is one of the games where we've actually finished the game a lot stronger than we started, uh, which again has not been the case, but got outscored 31-27 in the first, uh, but then went on 29-17, 33-25, 23-23 in the fourth. So it's one of the, again, few games that the Celtics have come out and played stronger later in the game. Uh, usually, you know, we've had a fairly slow start. Third quarter, we destroy the other team. That's been actually our strong quarter this year, believe it or not. Uh, but then fourth quarter, we fell off. Uh, tonight, again, we let let the Magic come back a little bit, but we did finish strong, uh, which is something that we haven't seen a ton of this year. So that, to me, is a, a huge positive. It's a huge positive. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about trade rumors because, obviously, the deadline is coming fast. Uh, it's coming real fast, four days away here, and... We talked about it on the last podcast, but like this is a team that has a couple guys that the Celtics have been rumored to been trying to go after, and that's Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, and Evan Fournier. Uh, overall, Vucevic was the only one that really had a good game out of the three of them, 22 and 13, but Aaron Gordon is just fun to watch. Like He is so athletic, like freaky athletic. Uh, they showed it on the on a graphic earlier today. I want to say against the Nets, he had like 36 points or something stupid like that. I'm like set with seven of eight from three. Again, might be might be butchering that stat, but pretty close. So that to me is just unbelievable. Uh, but even in the game where. He shot horrible, 3 of 13. He's still putting up points. I think he's getting to the free throw line. And one of the things that I think is overlooked in his game is his passing ability. He ended the game with five assists. And that's something, I mean, obviously Tice has had his games where he's gotten five assists. I think he did it last game, actually. Uh, but that's a it's a solid performance. Outside of his poor shooting stats, it's a pretty good game. And Fournier struggled from the field today as well. Six of 19. But again, he ends up with 16 points. Which would have been our third leading scorer in tonight's game. So, I I don't know. I mean, I I personally still think that they're two very, very good options. Very good options. Very strong players. They could be great role players for the Celtics team. Again, I don't know what it's going to take to get them in a trade. 
at this point. It seems like there is just so much going on in this NBA that nothing is certain. Nobody really knows what's happening. There's been a lot of rumors, uh, but nothing's really come to fruition yet. So for the Celtics team, again, I do think that they're going to make a move. I don't think that it's going to be that big splash that we were all hoping for. Uh, But at this point in the season, unless the Celtics really figure their shit out, I don't really know that any big player is really worth the risk. And again, I could be proved wrong, and I really hope I am. I hope this Celtics team can figure out their shit defensively. Uh, But right now, it's... I mean, obviously, we beat the Magic. We just lost to two of the worst teams in the league, in the Cavaliers uh, and the Kings. So they just need to figure it out, like, fast. And, you know, let's say we were to make a big splash, and that person has only got a year, maybe two years left on their contract. Like, we're throwing out a lot of picks for a season that really might not result in much, even with that big splash. So even getting a guy like Vooch, who has another year on his contract after this, uh, it could just be a wasted year. Like, is it worth giving up draft capital? Is it worth giving up some of our young players to really just not capitalize on an entire year of his contract? So it's it's just a tricky situation that Ainge is kind of put in at this point. We've got four days to figure it out. The trade deadline is on Thursday, uh, so it's just it's going to be an interesting four days. It's really all it is. It's going to be a there's going to be a lot of speculation throughout the rest of the the week. Uh, but I'm excited for our, our week of podcast series. We've got a, a pretty good lineup coming. Um, I know on Friday when we face Milwaukee, that is the day after the deadline. Uh, I've got one of my Celtics specialists, Andrew Vernon, uh, joining the podcast. Break down any trade deadline, uh, I guess, transactions. Hopefully we have something to, something big to talk about. Uh, but it'll be, it'll be an exciting week. It's going to be a tough week for the Celtics team. We've got Memphis tomorrow at 9 o'clock, followed up by the Bucks on Wednesday and the Bucks on Friday. So it's a tough stretch of games. You know, we obviously have the easier of the games tomorrow against Memphis, uh, but we also are doing it without Kemba Walker. So it's going to be a tough week. It's going to be a tough week. Hopefully we can pull out two wins from that. I don't think we're going to sweep. And I might be unrealistic saying two, but I got my fingers crossed. I got my toes crossed. I think the Celtics team needs some good news. It needs some momentum here going into the deadline. So that's what we got for today. I appreciate you hopping on, joining me on the podcast uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to rate, subscribe, written review. Uh, really appreciate all the support. We are now in 38 different countries. 
Uh, love every one of you. Uh, so make sure to tune in again tomorrow night uh, against the Grizzlies. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.